Hi, welcome to Flight Test. I'm James. On this episode of the Flight Test podcast, I'm joined by YouTuber Rami RC, a model airliner fan with a passion for building giant scale model airplanes. You may have seen Rami's projects floating around the internet. They include his 120th scale Boeing 777X9, a plane which hasn't actually flown for real yet, and his recent 14th scale Viperjet model. On the podcast, we talked about what it's like to actually build your own giant scale project, covered some of the techniques that Rami uses, and discussed how you can get better at your craft. The secret use each project as a chance to experiment, make mistakes, and learn. More of this after the intro. So uh, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Um, so let's start with a question that we ask all of our flight test podcast guests. Um, how did you get into RC airplanes and get, get this whole journey started? Oh, hey, James. Thank you very much. And thanks for having me, of course. Uh, I've been looking forward to, to be in this podcast for a long time. <laughs> and that's great to have now. Uh, yeah, so how I started uh, the hobby was... Uh, I mean, I love airplanes since I was a young boy. I would say I love everything flies. But once I went to a shop, the RC shop, and I found this uh, Spitfire. It was a small model airplane, and it was in a box ready to fly with the transmitter and everything. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I had no idea how to fly airplanes. It was so cool. <laughs> so I, I, I bought it, went home very excited, charged the battery, and took it out. And without shaking anything, I was like, okay, if this is throttle, okay, this left and right, what does this up and down do? It was so complicated <laughs> because I had no idea. So I took off, went up high, and then I had no idea what to do next. So the airplane went nose down and in pieces. Uh, oh, my <laughs> yeah, goodness. I was so disappointed, but I was like, okay, that's the, okay, I crashed because I had no idea. So I tried to repair the airplane, but it was completely damaged. So then I thought, okay, the bars, all the bars are still working. And so I went home, I bought some foam. I saw flight test for sure. <laughs> Good old flight test. <laughs> of course, because I had no idea how to connect anything. I had no idea what is the ASC, what is the servo. And of course, I saw flight test videos and I made my first airplane. And I spent almost a week trying to fly the airplane. And then after that week, the airplane flew for like a meter and crashed. But I was so happy. I was super relieved. It was amazing. The feeling yeah. was really good, especially because this airplane is like I made this airplane. You know, it feels different than buying a model and flying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Since then, I honestly, I fall in love with this hobby and yeah, did not stop since then. It's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So that first, uh, so you went from from failure to that spark of of imagination, and you you really sort of it, yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So was that just a case of um, you just sort of read up a little bit about um, you know how to build a plane, or did did you just sort of build it out yeah. of your head? It was it was both because I I have this imagination like okay it's. It looks like this, so I have to make it like this shape, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, 
for me, I have a good background, for example, in building stuff and in electronics somehow mm-hmm. for a long time. And so this helped me uh, like converting this whatever knowledge I have to into the RC hobby. And of course, yeah, I, I saw many videos. And as I said, flight test were the biggest help for me. That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, what what other things were you making before you you started on the RC airplane journey? Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, I was I was just at work, so yeah. I did not have that much time. And uh, yeah, I think I I would also say that this hobby this hobby makes you really forget all the daily stress. And, you know, it takes you out of the daily routine and things. So that's that's why I found it a great way to to really have fun, especially when you have like I had hobbies, of course, like I love computers. I love software, hardware stuff. I love video editing. So, you know, it, it all came came together. Uh, yeah. 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 So you're based in in Germany at the moment. That's right, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And I've heard that Germany has quite a big sort of aeromodeling scene. Is that right? I mean, I don't know if you will like which country is the first and second. I don't know. But I think I think Germany is really one of the highest. This mm. this hobby in here is super popular and it's so it's I don't know, really it has so much attention here, this hobby. And I'm glad I'm honestly glad that we have this here. Because yeah. I can pick whatever I want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- I think quite a few of the, the brands, I'm not sure if uh, if I've got this right, but I think some of the brands like Gropner, I think they're based based in Germany. Um, yeah, and that's, I, I feel like it's a very central part of the European scene, at least. So many manufacturers, like, mul- I think Multiplex, is it is it in Germany? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that might be part of the group. Mm. And and this Schubla, the the EDFs, they were one of my sponsors. Schubla, they are, I think, they are one of the best, um, like EDFs manufacturer. They are also based in Germany. Here also we have so so many big events, like the airliner meeting, which is the only one in the world. Every two years we do this. It's 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 incredible. Yeah, Germany. Yeah, you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Rami, like. In terms of you know what you're well known for on the internet and everything, I think it's safe to say that you're you've you mentioned airliners then, and you're very high you know high up in that scene. I think on on YouTube, it's fair to say, um, in every sense. Uh, so, what sort of projects might people have seen of yours on the internet? Ah, uh, you mean what what projects I made and things like this? Yeah, just that people might have seen who who are listening right now. Ah, yeah, well, I, I mean, I have now the biggest project I made was the 779X Lufthansa. Mm-hmm. And that airplane was, uh, I mean, amazing, it was too much work. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I spent too much time and money on it. And um, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think this this airplane was also a big reason for my growth on YouTube because it got really amazing views. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was looking at those today. I was like, wow, this guy is really making it. <laughs> well, <laughs> not yet. I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say like, okay, I am successful on YouTube. I mean, it's just, I'm just normal. I'm, I'm just glad that they are, I, I can see that people are watching my videos and giving me really uh, positive feedback, which is based off, which is, it's amazing. And also, uh, I think, I think, uh, 
uh, my small 737 Maxes, they, they were, I, I made two, and also they were so nice. Everyone watching the videos for the Max, it's such a cute and small, lovely airplane to fly <laughs> great to. And I think the Viberjet was also an amazing project that I made, and it flew great. But, of course, um, the only thing that I need now is just a little more experience with flying because, uh, yeah. I'm not so good at flying. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that anyone who, who flies those kind of things, you know, it must be uh, pretty difficult at times, I imagine. Yes, 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 it is. It is a bit different. And yeah, yeah, you need to follow like uh, instructions on landing speed, the things which is I, I have no idea. Just come and land. Uh, am I too fast? Am I too slow? I have no idea. Just try to land. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, but I w- I'm still improving my skills and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, well, yeah. And now I'm building the the Dreamliner, which is it's a great airplane. Also, it also will be the same scale of the Triple Seven and the Seven Three Seven. But the but but the thing is, every build I learn stuff. I make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. So I make mistakes. I, I made so many mistakes on, for example, the Triple Seven. I had some issues with the landing gear and with the wings. And also, so so now I'm trying my best to avoid every mistake, and maybe I can build lighter. I can make the airplane flies better. So yeah, yeah so improving. Is that a good a good way? Do you think to uh, to approach these projects to to have them as each one as a sort of learning experience? To, to, to exactly, to, of, of course. From from yeah. every failure, you learn from every build. If I look back at my builds before, I really laughed so hard because they look so funny. I was like, "How stupid!" It's the same with me, man. It's the same with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going back to the the Boeing triple seven nine X, the the huge plane. I I've tried to do my research here. So the scale of it is is it one twentieth scale? Have I got? Yeah, I've got that right. And that's like a. A 3.6 meter wingspan? Wingspan 3.6 and the fuselage is 4 meters. So if, if anyone's listening to this right now and uh, it d- doesn't know what we're talking about exactly, they've not seen the airplane, we're talking about a really big model plane here. Is, is that considered a, a giant scale plane or is it a... I'm not really sure. It is a giant, yeah. How heavy is that? It is 22 kilos. Wow. That was after... Uh, before the the... First flight because uh, on the maiden flight I I my landing was really bad so I broke some stuff on the landing gear and then I I, I did some repairs and I think I added some weight to it on reinforcing stuff yeah. I added too much stuff so it's I think it's like a kilo more so it's like 23 kilos which is I'm still under the limit mm. because here in Germany I don't know if, if if this is the same also in the UK if you have model more than 25 kilos you have to register it yes yeah i think that's the case in the uk i, th- I th- believe um and i'm not so i'm not so sure about the us uh but i think yeah. no i think they don't have this thing no i'll be sure to to add some information on that in the show notes just in case anyone's thinking of doing a, a huge project <laughs> so what was it like to take on an ambitious project of this size like was it a uh, quite a was it just a natural thing you just really wanted to do it or was it a bit intimidating uh it is it is a bit of a challenge like when you want to push yourself or like you know challenge yourself i'd say yeah and i think i've seen many big airplanes especially when i came here to 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 germany i i never had any big scale airplane 
And I've seen here in Germany, they fly crazy, huge airplanes. Right. And just by looking at them, they are amazing. They are really, really amazing. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think big airplanes, they are, in my opinion, they fly better because they are big. So you have big wingspan and uh, the heavy, the weight, the weight makes the airplane looks and flies so scale. Yeah. And they look so amazing in the sky. They mm. look really, really amazing. So that's why I think I love big, big, big models. They're really, really cool. And it feels like, you know, professional, I don't know. <laughs> More <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, you know, they are super touchy. And if you have like some wind, whoop, it goes away. And, you know, <laughs> big, big airplanes, they really fly scale. And yeah, they are different experience, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And yeah, I think there there is quite quite a uh, significance to to how you know if if you if you're holding a uh, like one of our mighty mini um, flight test planes that are like oh are like, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like really small they almost feel a, a bit toy like which is fine you know like, it's nice but you can walk down the road and you you feel like you're holding a toy <laughs> but if you have a really big they are still you, much fun yeah oh yeah absolutely and they're great and they're quick to build. And everything, not trying to <laughs> underplay that, but yeah, they, they definitely, um, the bigger aircraft, they definitely have a, um, a, a certain presence to them, I think you could say. And especially your airliners. I saw, I was watching a video of yours recently and I saw <laughs> there was a, you had a bit of a crowd gathering around your uh, your two airliners on on this one strip, yeah. Yeah, that video was in the closer look video where we took the airplane to just try to, like some taxi test and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that group was from Lufthansa training. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, cool. and they, they came spontaneously. We just met them and they came. We said like, hey, we are a group from Lufthansa and I don't know what they were doing there. And they were so amazed by the airplane and they started taking pictures with it. I was like, okay, great. You are from Lufthansa. <laughs> so this is your future airplane coming to you in three years. <laughs> yeah, That's brilliant. Yeah. Good first look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also Lufthansa, uh, they shared the video also in their, and uh, their, they have, uh, it's called, uh, it's like uh, their website, which is only for the employees. So it's, oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's not public. So they, they shared the video and my girlfriend, she is, she is also a flight attendant in, in Lufthansa. And so mm-hmm. she so showed me the videos like, like, come, your video is in, 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 in our Lufthansa website. Look at this. How cool. So yeah, it was cool. there. Yeah, it was a great endorsement. <laughs> yeah, no, brilliant. It was like I it's like some kind of like I am advertising Lufthansa with my airplane because it's the 9X and it's Lufthansa, the new livery. So I thought like they should sponsor me, but they did not. <laughs> Next time. Keep trying. When you're starting with a project like this. Um, where, where do you actually, yeah, where do you actually start, start, where do you, um, where do you begin? Do you, do you start by scaling up drawings and smaller models or do you do like a ton of preliminary research or, or do you just sort of get going? <laughs> pictures, pictures, pictures. I nice. gather every picture I, I can find on the internet from every site. And I made a video about like how to scale from everything. And, uh, so everything starts on a picture and I have I have a blotter machine which is I can I can for example the shape of the engine for example the shape of the engine I download the picture and I scale it to the size I need and then I cut it out using my 
blotter machine, which is just it, it just cut the sticker, you know. And then I take the shape from both dimensions, and I start doing those bulkheads, and mm-hmm. where you see them, how I build. I mean, I I show everything, but I cannot. I don't show the the the, the how I scale everything because it's so boring, and I take hours and hours. <laughs> making, my, making my sketches and my drawings so everything starts with a drawing and then yeah first first the the most the boring part which is the just uh, uh, construction the fuselage it takes plenty of time and uh, yeah mm. too much time but uh, <laughs> i get i get i sometimes uh, it, it makes me so motivated sometimes when I'm building such, for example, like now the Dreamliner, I am really motivated to finish because I starting seeing images in my head, how the finished product's going to look like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that makes me work faster and work more on details. And yeah, I get more excited every day on or, or every yeah. part I build. So that's the sort of that's a motivational thing. You just you keep thinking about the next, you know, what it's going to end up like, and that motivates you on, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes my videos on YouTube they motivate me also a lot. <laughs> when I when I watch my videos and when I see the 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 people what they're writing in there, I feel super proud and like okay, let's do something else now. You know, yeah. it's also kind of motivation. But yeah, I mean, yeah, in general, just because I love it a lot, so. Mm. I enjoy it. You heard it here, folks. Like, just go over to Rami's channel, go and comment on his videos, and that'll encourage him to finish some more projects. Yeah, right. Write <laughs> all the comments. Go over there now. I'm going to be linking all of the uh, some of these videos that we're talking about here in the uh, the article, which goes along with this uh, this podcast. So you can head on over to there and check out all the images and stuff like that about these projects that we're talking about. Um, and yeah, go and go and comment on his videos. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to they just watch and enjoy. And I hope they like the videos. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I, when I've been watching your videos, um, when you're saying about doing the bulkheads and everything, it's uh, it's clear that you you put a lot of time and effort into all these projects to get them looking really scale. So it is um, when you're doing the sort of when you said I know that we were you were saying that it's boring, but <laughs> are, are you talking about uh, just almost drawing by hand um, all of the bulkheads and things, or are you doing it on a computer software? No, I do it on a computer. Okay. As I said, like the picture, or or sometimes I from from a picture from a picture I just scale it up on the screen itself, and with a piece of paper I just draw the outlines on it, mm-hmm. and 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 that's it, and then I cut the base, and then like the nose section, the tail. So yeah, that's why it's it's, it's boring because too much to do. And and, <laughs> and, and the thing is, th- th- this is the base of, of your airplane. So it has to be 100%, 100%. If I do any small line, which is not correct, it will end up so bad at the finished product. So it, this is like, this is the base of the airplane of the whole project. So it has to be 100%. That's why I have to take so much time and effort on it to make it uh, scaled 100%. Yeah. Otherwise, the airplane will look will look off way off from the real uh, uh, model. So yeah. What's your favorite part of actually of the whole build process? The finishing part. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, of I course. You were going to say that. It's the same with me. It's the same with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, oh yeah, finally got to this bit. <laughs> Because it, it's the moment where you will be so close to see the finish, the, the finished 
airplane and it gets you and yeah i walk double time when i'm doing the finishes double like i walk sometimes 12 hours just to to finish it yeah that's cool to hear yeah um that's the set yeah the same with me and i feel like a lot of the time when i'm building something um i i often sort of get like stuck into a certain section and i'm say working on say the i don't know like the elevator and i'm just working away and then i end up sort of just if if the plane's like only half done i sort of position it where where it looks like it's you know attached to the plane i step back and then i'm like oh yeah that actually looks like the plane is coming on and exactly yeah yeah <laughs> i do the same do you? Yeah, I thought that might be the case. <laughs> it's it's how to do it though. It's it's almost tricking your brain so that you can it motivates you to do the next bit. Yeah. To see like okay, just give me a bit, uh, just how it's going to look like if I fix the wings, for example, on it. Mm. And that's the, I do the same as you do exactly. So is that the sort of um, when you're saying about this, the the bulkhead process, all of that stuff? It's the same with every one of your builds, including like the the Viper jet and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the same thing. And the Viberjet was was totally different experience because it was really, really, really hard. So for people who don't know what a Viperjet actually is, do you want to, um, and they've not seen your video, do, do you want to just quickly explain what the, the Viperjet is and what kind of plane it is? The Viberjet. The Viberjet is, uh, I wanted to have a jet. And I have always seen the Viberjet, uh, big scales and small scales. And I had a Viberjet long time ago. I had the one from um, Theft, Theft Hobby, I think. It was a great, okay. it was a great airplane. It was so fast. It was so nice. And uh, so I thought, I thought I want, I want to have a Viberjet. And at the same time, I wanted to challenge myself. So the Viberjet was a challenge itself. It was the first time I used wood to construct the wings and half of the, of the fuselage. Wood. I never used wood. And I, I did the Viberjet without any drawings, of course. I used just pictures and scale everything. And that's why I wasn't sure that it's going to work or not. I spent around three days uh, just constructing the fuselage. And when I, when I realized that uh, that it's working and I can do it. Then I started filming part one, and I think if you see the the part one of the build video of the Viberjet, you you will see like I started from the fuselage being almost complete, because I was not sure if it's going to work or not. And yeah, I had fun with the Viberjet, and it turned out so nice and flew so good. It was so amazing, and I still have it here, brand new airplane. I love the Viberjet. Yeah, well, I was gonna say it's one of my favorite ones uh, that personally that I've that I've seen you make, and yeah, it just looks like an amazing flying plane. It is, it is, it is, and it is surprisingly light for its size. It's just eight kilos. That's, oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah, for the same scale. Yeah, you should, should say like fifteen or to eighteen kilos, but it, it, it's so light. I mean, it's still it's still underpowered because I'm using a like a small um, ADF inside. But mm -hmm. of course, I will upgrade it next season. I will put big 12 cells, the EDF inside, and go fly like a rocket. It's a lovely airplane. <laughs> I remember when I was seeing you um, fly that on the video, you were flying it with flaps down quite a lot of the time. Was that to give you a bit of extra lift? I don't know why, by the way. Everyone asks, <laughs> why, why do you fly most of the time with the flaps? I was like, mm, I don't know. I keep half flaps. It makes me feel safer, I think. <laughs> okay, now I have extra lift, so if I slow down too much, I still have lift, which is wrong. Like, why? Just go pull the flaps up and go have fun. 
I don't know. I have to work on it and just try to give up the flaps. See <laughs> them once. Take off landing. That's it. But yeah. I like the flaps. I mean, or, or maybe, maybe because they look nice. Yeah, well, they, you did an awesome job. <laughs> yeah, they look cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you should. You should. I think you should build something big. I I was just about to say I I would love to. Yeah, I think I will. It is cool, and and trust me, you will love it. The yeah, flight experience is different, really. Really, yeah. I, I, I mean, the biggest thing that I've ever flown personally is about a two meter wingspan. Um, but that that was on a. <laughs> it sounds kind of cute compared with your uh, your airliners now, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my models are 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 big, but there are still so much bigger models out there. So yes, yeah, yeah. It's all relative. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'd definitely love to do that sometime. <laughs> yeah, so with a Viperjet, um, what, what was the, the power system in that? Was it a, you said it was a, an underpowered EDF at the moment, but what sort of diameter is that? It's, it's uh, 11, which is 110 millimeters. Oh, wow, okay, so that's still quite big. But... It, it is big, but it doesn't have enough thrust. Okay. I have, I have around 60% ratio thrust in the Viperjet, because the, the 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 model it's uh, it's around eight kilos total weight, and I have around no no it's even less I have like forty percent ratio thrust, which is too bad. Right. So because I have around three and a half to four kilos thrust on 8S, and that's that's why the airplane is really slow. I mean, but it's fine it flies, but it needs more more power. So yeah. it's an 8S, uh, 110 millimeters EDF. What, one other thing I was going to ask about the Viperjet. Um, when I was watching the video, I saw that you were covering it with your with the covering film. What sort of what sort of covering film do you use? Is it a, just a, a heat one that you put on? Is it is it is it called is it called vinyl? Vinyl. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's the car rubbing vinyl. Right. Because I think I uh, um, it's 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 very nice, shiny. And it's it's not easy to apply, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, it's a bit heavier than the regular. This one, this one is, is thicker. The vinyl is thicker and heavier. But but you can you can go over uh, many places, which is this curved places. You can just heat it. And sometimes I use water with soap, so it doesn't stick. And then I can expand it. And it's hard, especially when you are doing it alone on big like big uh, sections mm -hmm. but when you do it right when you do it right it turns out very amazing but if you do it wrong it's disgusting well it, it turned out great on your viper jet it looks amazing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's it, so shiny <laughs> yeah it's so shiny and i prefer it more than uh bent because i don't know bent is i'm not sure i i would say for me bent is is, is harder because I have no experience in painting, maybe. Yeah. I, I'm sure like so so many won't agree with me. Like, yeah, they say no, paint we love paint more. I mean, yeah, but it's for me I love this vinyl. It's it's clean, it's and it's 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 nice and it's and I think if if your fuselage is not uh, very strong, this uh, thickness of this vinyl it's it, it gives it also some strength, which is also yeah. very useful for that, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I'll have to try that sometime. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. And it's uh, and I think it's even cheaper than the covering film. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> good to save some money, man. Yeah. <laughs> when you were uh, 
learning these techniques was it just a case we were talking before about you know from model to model you're learning new things was that was that just how you picked up these new skills with the uh, the vinyl and all of the you know doing these different flaps and stuff like that or was it uh, a case of reading a lot in in between or watching videos yeah because if I like for example when, when, when I start like I saw the flaps and I have no idea like how should I do the flaps but the thing is there 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 is no you, you you cannot find every like a video for everything you want to know you know so i just watch videos or i see the flaps working on a real airplane for example yeah the airliners i watch thousands of videos for the real airplanes taken off landing from like passengers filming the flaps how they're working and pictures and i get so all almost all of my ideas from there like okay it's like this i mean i use my brain i have a brain so it's it goes <laughs> like this it goes down so let's try something to do the same and then i try many methods and then i i end up with a working mechanism to to do the thing which is yeah you use your brain to to do it yeah yeah it's all it's all about problem solving and yeah exactly yeah exactly it's just like the it's it's just the the love of build the troubleshoot every problem and challenging during the build it's it's yeah yeah and i suppose if you have one one solution that doesn't quite work you can you can just do trial and error and even if you crash even i mean i've made so many mistakes i tried something for example uh, like when i started making flaps for example i made flaps with this with with this folia folia whatever yeah, yeah i don't know how to announce it <laughs> it did not work it was not strong at all it was not strong it was it, it looked so amazing but i was using like wood for for the to to construct the the hinge it's it's it did, not, it did not work so i was like okay no this is not working even if it looks nice it's not not working so i took it off and i used the normal flap uh, hinges yeah. so yeah i'm just saying just to 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 try yourself yeah yeah that's that's all part of it that's all part of the hobby using your brain coming up with solutions for problems and yeah, setting yourself a challenge and trying to uh, trying to get and there. And still, until now, so many like they, they think, did, where did you study? Are you an engineer? Well, no, I am not an engineer. I have no idea about aerospace stuff. I have no idea. I be, before I get I got into hobby. If I fly like in, in an in an airplane, I have no idea how the airplane is flying. I had no idea why the airplane is flying. What is this thing moving on the wings? You know, I did yeah. not ask anyone. I was just okay. Videos. We, I mean, we have YouTube. If I have my videos, or someone was doing my videos when I started the hobby, I will appreciate that so much. But <laughs> my videos were not there when I started. <laughs> no. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's yeah. why I'm making those videos. It's it's also. I mean, I'm uh, I'm sure, and I'm glad that I'm helping a lot out there, uh, building their models, which is great. Yeah, and I'm sure in 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 the uh, the value of inspiration that's that has quite a, a high uh, value factor so talking of inspiration and just uh helping other people create their own things what advice would you give someone who is wanting to build their own huge airliner or big scale project uh like well first i cannot give tips on flying for example because because I am a terrible pilot, so I need some tips for me for myself <laughs> or someone who has more experience. But for flying, fly or, or like let's say for flying big big airplanes, I can tell you that when you fly big airplanes, you have more responsibilities. 
because they are very, very heavy. And if you crush or hit someone, well, it's going to be bad. <laughs> you will yeah. get in trouble, especially if you are here in Europe. And if you if you really hurt someone, you are in trouble because, yeah. So you should you should really be focused and take it super serious. When you fly something big, you have to be really serious and keep your plane far away from people and from yourself because you could kill yourself. You know, yeah. because you yeah. have like 20 kilos coming. I don't know how much speed if you hit yourself doing any stupid maneuvers. Uh, yeah, that's that would be so bad on tips on building. Well, I don't know. Just do it. Just. But if you want to do something big, do not start immediately. If you have no idea or if you are just a beginner, do not go to build on building big scales immediately. Start with small airplanes. Start with small stuff to learn all the basics. Because, mm-hmm. because this is how I do it. This is how I did it, you know? And then, yeah, you should get bigger and bigger. Like, uh, climb the, the uh, ladder, you know, step by step. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when you do something big, uh, work or give it enough time and work on details. Details are the most important. Right. That's good advice. Good advice. Um, echoing what you said about uh, starting small, I suppose that when you're you're making those mistakes to start with, it's better to have uh, sort of shorter term projects which don't take as long. I suppose that so that you can learn faster. Would you say that's right? Yes, of course. That's completely yeah. right. Just do simple airplanes. Simple to learn everything. Yeah, that's great advice. I'm sure lots of people who are listening to this now. We'll be uh, we'll be learning lots of things and and also by by watching the videos I do sometimes I explain during the video I explain many things so I give also advices and I explain um, so many things so it's also I'm I'm sure my my videos will help a lot if somebody is attempting to build something big so yeah I, I suppose this is a good opportunity where can people find your your work online is it all on YouTube you, it's yeah it's all all on YouTube yeah I mean so I mean I I have my Instagram but Instagram I just post some things just yeah. pictures and I have my Patreon it's uh, my Patreon I post stuff behind the scenes and uh, private pictures just for my Patreons just for my I would say for my super fans. Super fans, yeah. Really, yeah. Super fans, yeah, who they really support me and I am so grateful for them. It's amazing. Awesome. So, um, so yeah, what I suppose the, the final thing really is uh, what's next for 2019? Have you got any other projects planned? Yes, now I am making the Dreamliner. Mm-hmm. And I think because we are here in Europe, we spend the whole winter in our workshops building because <laughs> we're going to fly. And whatever we build, in summer we go and fly. So in 2019 there will be so many flight videos, the Triple Seven, and the Dreamliner. I hope I'll finish it soon. And of course I'll fly it. And yeah, we have so many events and stuff. And there will be so many videos. I upload so many videos and cool stuff. And I'm still not sure what projects will be next. Yeah, let me finish whatever I'm doing now, and then I could think of something. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. There, there are always ideas, there are always stuff. Uh, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I think that's just about it. So, yeah. I don't know if if uh, flight test uh, uh, members will will uh, will hear this. Uh, I don't know. I just want to say uh, to Josh Bixler, I love him so much. 
know that? I swear. This man, I don't know, he reminds me of my big brother. He's amazing and I am really looking forward to meeting him and yeah. He is amazing. He is he's he's amazing. I love everyone in in, in flight test. They are all amazing, Alex and and all of them. But uh, Josh Bixler, he is I don't know, he's special for me. Absolutely. He's he is a special guy. He he is so special. He is also such an inspiration for me and yeah. I would say for many out there. He's amazing. Definitely. Yep. And I'll tell you what, man, that's staying in. So <laughs> I'm sure Josh will hear this and uh, I'll tell him personally. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. No problem. All right, man. Well, thanks so much again. And yeah, we'll, we'll catch you soon. Thanks. Sure, sure, man. And thanks for having me again to be on Flight Test Podcast. That's amazing. And thanks to everyone who was listening to this podcast. Thanks a lot. That was the Flight Test Podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed it. If you do like the podcast, then you can help us out by rating us on iTunes uh, to get us higher up in the iTunes ratings and get more people listening to flight tests. Simply head on over to the iTunes store, find the podcast, click on the ratings tab and rate and viewers just there. It really helps, so thank you very much in advance. The next podcast will be out in two weeks' time, as usual, so look out for that one when it drops. Catch you then.